Well, hello and welcome to the Eddie and Emmy show on Heart of Indie Radio. And tonight we have a real treat. We have Still 18. It's a unique and exciting alternative rock band made up of Canadian rockers Karen, Joey, and Samantha. And they are nonconformists and they're and they're definitely questioners of the status quo. They've got an attitude that's reflected in many of their songs that tackle topics like war, greed, poverty, and environmental uh, Degradation. Excuse me, I'm getting all flubbered. Emerging indie artists, uh, they have been dubbed a band that has rock protests, and they are absolutely fantastic. I've met them through social media. They've been kind enough to spare some time in their busy touring schedule to speak with me tonight. Welcome, Karen, Joey, and Samantha from Still 18. Yay! Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> and yes, listeners, if it sounds like there's a chorus, uh, there's a trio, they are, in fact, all huddled around one device uh, to make yeah. this interview work. And you guys, tell us where you are this evening. Well, uh, this evening, we're on the north coast of the Dominican Republic. Wow. And I'm <laughs> in New Zealand. So this, is, this, is, this has gotten even cooler. That, that modern technology allows uh, people to connect like this. Well, that's, this is just awesome. So can you t- please tell us how your band came to be? Sure. sure. Oh. So, Samantha, take the floor. Oh, me, okay. Um, so my dad has been a professional musician all his life in different bands in Canada. And then we came to Dominican Republic, I think it was about 16 years ago now. I was only a little girl. And I caught the music bug after seeing the movie The School of Rock, and I got this all-girl rock band together, a third-grade all-girl rock band, and my dad taught us all how to play, and he was playing in his own bands here. But on the side, he'd written a lot of really emotional, um, original songs about our experiences on the island and um, the disparity between the rich and the poor, and that kind of stuff, stuff that had really touched us. And I loved his originals and I wanted him to play them. So anyway, we would jam at night. He was teaching me how to play bass. And then my mom, who'd never played an instrument before, didn't want to be left out on the fun. And she picked up the drumsticks and we put a lot of work into it, a lot of time. And here we are all these years later and it's awesome. Wow, that is so cool. And what is it like playing as a family? I mean, is it, yeah, just kind of walk us through. It's just, uh, I'm sure our listeners are like, what is it like to play with your mom and dad? (laughs) Well, it's very convenient, first off, because they're all under one roof most of the time. (laughs) I know my dad playing in bands his whole life has had a lot of problems scheduling everyone, you know, people not showing up for rehearsal and whatnot. So that's really good. Um, I think because we're a family, we don't hold back our opinions when it comes to writing a song or collaborating in some way. So sometimes we bicker <laughs> a lot. Um, it's part of the fun. <laughs> and it's really, really amazing. And what, what's so amazing is that when we get out on the road and when we um, play different venues, we can really see the effect that us being a family has on people. It really seems to touch them. A lot of people... Um, put their hand to their heart and they say, oh my gosh, so beautiful that you're a family. And I think it I think it really helps people maybe cherish their family more when they go home or maybe they even 
started learning guitar with their son or something, you know, I'd love to see the ripple effect of that. But it seems that people really love it and we love it. There's definitely a great energy on stage. That's awesome. Yeah, I love I love what you said about, you know, that people can feel that feel that hand on heart moment when they see you guys on stage and, and they see, can see that musical connection that you have. And then that natural love that you have for each other. And, and that's, that's really special. You've actually made me get a little choked up here, but I've got to keep it together uh, for the next question. Um, what is your first memory, Sam, of your parents and music? I mean, you said that your dad was playing uh, in a band when you were little um, and, and obviously your mom had was learned the drums after that, but what was it like kind of, listening to your dad's songs and sort of um is that kind of what inspired the music bug would you say yeah yeah for sure i'd always see him play i loved going to his gigs in canada and in dominican um love like dancing on the side of the stage he he would always play me songs as a baby on guitar and um i'm sure that all had so much to do with it and then he was the one who taught me so really he had him and School of Rock had just about everything to do with it. So it's really <laughs> That's forget. awesome. Well, we need to get Jack Black and, and you guys up on stage together. He needs to know that uh, his film inspired you guys. That's so cool. Oh, that would be great. And I just wanted to take a little bit of credit. This is Karen, the mother and wife. Yes, hi, Karen. Hi, <laughs> sweetie. I just want to say that I would go out to see Joe play while I was pregnant. Wow. So, yeah, so so I, uh, you know, Samantha might have caught the music bug as well through me dancing <laughs> and, uh, and the loud bass booming while I was pregnant with her. So sometimes Absolutely. I was absolutely and what a cool mom! What a cool I mom just, you are to to be like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my 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 little boobala out and <laughs> I'm gonna listen to music and I'm gonna rock on stage it's so cool and Karen what was it like picking up the drums for the first time I mean how did you what inspired you to go hey I'm gonna go straight for a rhythm uh, that's a nice question it, it started I guess in two ways one was Samantha had this all-girl rock band that she mentioned and there were a few times that the drummer couldn't make it or was away uh, on a school trip or something I don't know and so um, Joey just taught me a basic beat uh, to fill in for the band. They played like some ACDC and some stuff like that. And so I helped out Samantha's band once in a while. And then um, I also saw that Joey and Sam had such a connection around music and talking about it and learning the instruments that, um, together that her dad was teaching her um, and, and, and I just didn't want to be left out. It's true when Samantha says that. I, I wanted to be a part of it. It was a beautiful thing. So I started asking if I could be in the room when they were playing together. And I started playing the drums. <laughs> and um, they were very nice to me um, because, you know, you obviously have to have some patience. Uh, Joey, who's been a professional musician since he was 12 years old, um, uh, you know, had a lot of patience with me. Uh, but I, I really took to it. I love it. And so that's really how it started. Um, and then it just grew into a, a passion. Wow. That is so cool. And, and Joey, this question's for you. I mean, obviously you've been playing the longest and mm. what is it like knowing that, you know, you started out at 12 years old being, being a professional musician and then, you know, you grew up and had a family of your own and now you're daughter and, and wife are, are, are with you in a band. I mean, what is that like to, to know that you helped inspire that? 
Oh, I'm, I'm very grateful for that opportunity. I mean, I love playing with them. Uh, we're all each other's best friends. We just don't play music together. We surf, we kite surf, we mountain bike ride, we snowboard. We love all kinds of sports as well. So we get to do them all together and uh, travel around to different places in the world to play, which is probably our favorite thing to do is the different places that we get to play. But um, just being together, it's an incredible thing to uh, have that opportunity. And uh, I'm very lucky to be able to do that. That's awesome. And because you guys do get to travel um, together, I mean, do you have a favorite place uh, or a favorite, like, memorable musical experience that you've had um, that you'd like yeah. to share with us? Yeah. My, my father was born in the mountains in Italy. And about seven years ago, we went there to see where he was from. So it was the first time I was in Europe. And now we go back every year to play. So last year we played in Paris and uh, Italy as well and Switzerland and Belgium. Belgium. <clears throat> so we played a number of different places in Europe. That, to us right now, is our favorite place to play. Uh, it's really exciting, the, the driving together to the different uh, countries, really a lot of fun. So we really enjoy that, and we love playing our originals to uh, all the, in the different countries. Uh, people are really, uh, really nice to us about it. So it's working out really well. That's awesome. And and I guess you know because because music is the the universal language, I imagine that it it really has cut down the barriers of you know uh, being in different foreign countries and singing in English, uh, because it's you know the melody and 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 the emotion behind it. Uh, have you have you had an experience where people have come up to you and maybe you haven't known necessarily had to communicate with them, but there was this sort of connection with music? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, actually, something comes to mind. We were playing at. Hard Rock Hotel, there's actually the largest Hard Rock Hotel in the world on this island, and it's several hours away from us, and anyway, so we drove there, we were playing at Hard Rock Hotel, and there was some sort of, I think it was a vitamin convention from, where was it, Venezuela, was that? Guatemala. Guatemala, sorry, Guatemala, and so there were all these people from Guatemala, didn't speak English, and yet at the end of the night, something, it must have been something about the energy, which I'm sure you can appreciate playing music. Um, you know, it gives us some certain energy, and they yeah. love so much. And about, I would say, 45 of them were lined up to get our autograph after. And it was just the, the <sighs> night when they kept touching their hands and their heart, and we, family, family, we love you, and getting pictures with us. It was really nice. So I think even though they couldn't understand the words, they knew that, you know, it was a nice thing. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. Wow. Yeah. We need to make a documentary about your lives. So I hope someone's doing that. <laughs> Funny you should say so, that because um, we did actually have uh, a reality TV crew um, that does reality television film a pilot episode. This is a long time ago. And they were all excited about the band and the family and our story. Um, it was called and, Rock and New Life. It was called The Rock and New Life. And, um, and, uh, but, and, and anyway, it was shopped around. There was interest. But um, in the end, the production company wanted us to become the kind of people that we didn't want to become. Yeah. Right. You know, for ratings. Like Samantha would have to date all the wrong boys. And so what right. started as, as aspirational, we thought it was going to be a really beautiful thing, turned into something that we just said no to. So yeah. just like 
I, you brought it up. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, no, that's that's fascinating. And you know what's what's great? Um, I just want to say this: uh, Heart of Indie Radio and and the listeners that are out there. You know, this is a family that obviously has really strong convictions and values, and um, and that's just really something to I think inspire others as well. There are opportunities that come our way, and they may just not um, they may not. Uh, align with our values and and it really takes a lot of inner strength to say no um, to certain things doesn't it and especially yeah. when there's pressure to uh, to mo- to maybe do something to kind of uh, propel you forward but it's um that's really I think that's a really good thing to bring up though especially for um you know some of our indie artists who are um, you know Sam's age uh, Samantha I call her Sam folks out there because I feel like she's my little sister but um you know, there's lots of people out there that are facing um, big decisions every day and they, you know, they don't maybe have the loving parents um, that, that that you guys are or or someone to kind of say, hey, you know, let's think about this before we say yes. So that's um, that's really, really cool to hear. Um, Karen, thank, thank you for sharing that story. That's awesome. And do you have a favorite kind of song or maybe video that you guys have done that kind of you feel like really is the maybe the breakthrough moment for you guys, not necessarily for breakthrough success, but just like a breakthrough moment where you were like, wow, okay, we're meant to do this. Uh, um, you know, I think that it was actually, it wasn't a video. It was um, a time when we played, um, we opened up for Lauren Hill, who was here on the island many years ago. And this is what actually attracted that uh, reality show team to us. Um, but okay. anyway, that was when we really knew that we were supposed to do it because we saw the incredible reaction from the audience. But in terms of a video, um, I I don't know. I think we've had a lot of of videos that I've just really loved filming and making. But the highlight, I would say, is that I think it was, I don't know if it was earlier. Yeah, I think it was earlier this year. um, We made a video for our song called You Hit Me Like a Drug, which is a very fun rock song. And it featured some dancing bananas. And we had so much fun making it. We had bananas, uh, banana peels, actually, on strings with googly eyes, faces, holding guitars. <laughs> and they were the stand-in for us. And we had so much fun. And we did. We just thought it was so incredible that it hit over a million views in two weeks. So yeah, we were I was really- reading that. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, and it was so nice to talk about connecting people with from all over the world. Like, there are people... Um, so many people in Asia uh, who just loved it and so we have all these Asian fans now even though we've never played in Asia so we hope to go play there someday. That's on the bucket list. Hey, hey well if, if there's anyone that has that connection out there that's listening, let's make it happen folks. Okay. <laughs> let's get still 18 and a world tour in Asia. <laughs> and I just want to say that the song You Hit Me Like a Drug is a metaphor for love and passion and obsession, okay? Right. We're not advocating drugs thank you yes 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 thank you thank you because we are an all-family show so i'm glad you said that <laughs> um and yeah that, that that would be awesome but i think uh, yeah people should definitely watch that video that's so cool um speaking of brand new music and and music that you guys are doing uh can you tell us a backstory of your brand new single the revolution which is a, a very powerful song can you tell us about the, um, the writing process and what the song means to you as a band? And is it, is it, I'm assuming it's been a collaborative, co- like a, a co-write or is it? It has been. I wrote that song to begin with in 1989, so a long time ago in Toronto. 
and I recorded it, and it had some different words. And uh, but the basis of the song was about um, about saving our world and, and uh, what we could do to save it. But Samantha has a way of taking the songs that I've written and making them better. So <laughs> <laughs> better words, we get some better melodies. So it's definitely collaboration, and the three of us collaborated on this one for a long time, maybe for about three weeks in the studio, I think. So back and forth, back and forth, until we figured out exactly uh, what we wanted. So we're really excited about this song. Um, and yeah, it's a collaboration, and um, and we, we're facing some tough times right now, and, and we need to uh, figure out a way to fix things. That's awesome. Well, music's a great, a great healing tool as well, because it does bring a lot of people together. So that's, um, that's really yeah. awesome that you guys have, have done that. And you, you mentioned that you, of course, as a family, you, you know, you do music, you're touring together, and uh, you love to uh, travel, and you've got different hobbies that you do. Is there anything outside of some of the things you've mentioned, um, you know, the different sports and, and traveling and music that you also enjoy, maybe individually? Um, and how do you kind of, I guess, balance out the, the personal time and the personal things that you love to do uh, with, you know, um, doing all this stuff together as a family? Is that is that a challenge or is it easy? Um, well, you know, I love writing and I have some exciting things going on with writing as well. Um, and I've been working on that for a long time. And I, I love writing and music pretty much equally. And I've chosen not to go to university um, for both opportunities. So what's really lucky is that my parents support me and that I can write half the time, I can do music half the time. It's really awesome. So literally I can just uh, devote my whole day to my creative projects and I feel like that really lets me get some traction. And yeah, definitely we're all um, go-getters when it comes to our music and stuff. So a lot of the time, you know, we're working on stuff we're contacting people and we're just really focused on that but then we love our sports we also just love unwinding and watching tv and stuff at night so we just love doing things with the family and yeah but i think music is our big passion and for in terms of just doing things you know we're not always doing things together we are very close um but we definitely need our downtime and um you know i love walking the beach when i'm in the dominican republic and I don't know how I started with this passion. It's 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 like a meditation to me. But I look for hearts, uh, rocks shaped like hearts. <laughs> oh my goodness, you do too. I'm serious. That's what I do, Karen. What? No. Yes, I have pictures of like hearts that I found on the beach, different places that are that are hearts. I've oh, never done anyone else. At life. This is so exciting. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I have a, I have a huge container of them. And I bring them home every time that we're in the Dominican Republic and I walk on the beach and I bring them home to show how, and we, and we look at which ones are good and which ones aren't good. And now <laughs> too many that I have to start dispersing them in the garden. That I'm is so, so cool. Hearts are everywhere. Oh, Will you send it. Of your hearts, I'll send you a picture of my hearts. Hey, that sounds, that sounds fantastic. I've, I've recently found one, so I'll have to, sh I'll have to share with you. Um, oh, that's awesome. Wow. So, so that's pretty fun. So yeah, we, we definitely, you know, Joe loves working around the house. He loves building. I love surfing every morning. Oh yeah, and surfing. Wow. What, what is it like surfing in the Dominican Republic? Is it pretty cool? 
Well, I get up at five, and then I drive to the surf beach, which is about five minutes from where we live. And so I'm usually the first guy on the water in the dark. So it's kind of scary. I was once attacked by a shark in Florida <gasps> on my surfer, yeah, in two, year 2000. So I got sharks on my mind most of the time. But anyway, I haven't been attacked by any. And so it's in, surfing is the most incredible thing I've found so far for a sport because um, it is, it's hard. It's very difficult. It takes a lot of skill. But it's an incredible connection to nature when you're out in the ocean in the dark or when the sun's coming up. It's, uh, I can't compare it to anything else. I love lots of sports, but I think it's my favorite right now. And I try to go every single morning that we're in Dominican. Wow. It takes a lot of discipline then to make, you know, to make that happen, I imagine. Yeah, you just got to get up and not think about it. Just get in the car and go. I'm not so good at it. I make it outside two times a week. I like <laughs> It's kind of depressing. It sounds awful because it's like people would kill to go surfing. But when you're lying in your comfortable bed at five in the morning and the alarm goes off and you're like, I'm going to be in the water getting hit by waves in 20 minutes. It's not fair. <laughs> Such a good sport. <laughs> Don't you feel so bad for her? <laughs> I do. I guess the, the, the tears are streaming. I feel a lot of empathy for you. And I think you need to write a song about it, about the hardships of getting up So for our listeners that are, that are tuning in uh, right now, how, how would they get connected with you on, on social media and where can they find your music, especially the new stuff that's, that's coming out? Well, um, our website is still18.com, and 18 is spelled out. And our social media handle is at still18 on Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, it's still18band, which is um, 18 is just the number 18, still18. But you can find everything on our website, our Spotify link, um, Apple Music, I guess would be the major ones for for our music, and uh, iTunes, of course, if if they're still in business. I heard they're going out of business, but Apple Music for sure. Awesome. And and is there any final um, thoughts you'd like to leave uh, with our listeners, or any advice to other artists uh, or or bands that that you know are are putting together music now? Do you have anything that you'd like to share with them? Well, we've got a new video we're shooting right now in the Dominican Republic uh, that's coming out in December. But the thing about life is, uh, you know, you got to find the thing you love to do. And if you have something, if you're lucky enough to find something, a lot of people can't find anything. But if you're lucky enough to find something like music or a myriad of other things that get you excited about waking up, I mean, you've already won at life. I mean, that's success to us, being able to wake up and do exactly what you think you want to do and uh, work towards something that you actually love. Uh, there are there, not many people in the world can do that, and we're very, very fortunate we can. And uh, so, that if you have a dream, you just got to stay with it, and that's what life is all about sticking with your dream no matter what, never giving up because you're in the process of your dream. There's no final day that you're going to say, Well, I've arrived. It's your life, that's who you are, and you've got to do it to keep happy. So. I would say to anybody that's a musician trying to make it, keep going. Uh, write better songs, play better, get better. Keep going, never give up. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you, Joey. And Karen, Karen and Sam, did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, I, I feel like we've learned so much through being in this band together. And it's not easy. 
it's not easy. Um, and so to have people in your life that support you and believe in you is incredibly um, important um, it, for us. You know, I'm really grateful for that. And that what I've learned is similar to what Joey said, which is that it, it isn't about a destination. It's about the journey. It really is. It sounds cliche, but you have to be grateful for what you have and you have to take that next step forward, that next step, that next step, that next step. And one day you look back and you say, wow, you know, um, I did this or I did that. But you don't want to continue to look forward and thinking that you're going to be happy when. I think that's the biggest mistake mm. us make in life is I'm going to be happy when. You have to be happy now. And when you're happy now, that attracts good things into your life. And even every day, I mean, when bad things happen or good things happen, that's living. Without bad things happening, you wouldn't enjoy the good times. So even though bad things will happen and it's difficult along the way, that's what makes uh, that, that's what makes life worthwhile, really, the struggle. I love that. That's, that's awesome. You guys have been really inspiring. Um, and I just I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. This is Still 18, a family band, family that rocks it out together, and they're inspiring. They each have, have their own unique kind of flavor and outlook on life and, and together they're definitely stronger. And I'm just, I really feel honored, truly and touched that, that I've had a chance to speak with you this evening. And thank you for being so open and honest and encouraging to other people. Uh, that's, that's really awesome. So thank you guys so much, Karen, Joey, and Sam, make sure you guys connect with our, our beautiful band that we've just interviewed on social media and, uh, and definitely give their tunes a listen and share. Thank you guys so much. Thank God you bless so you. so much. You. And also, you inspire us. Um, yeah, and we, they, love we, we love your songs. We love your videos. We love what you post on social media. And we are so grateful that we've had the opportunity to meet you and connect with you. And thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Oh, the feeling's mutual, you guys. Thank you so much. And thanks for connecting with Heart of Indie Radio. You guys are awesome. Keep rocking. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, take care. Thank you so much. Thank okay, you. bye. Bye. bye.